Hello and thanks for joining us here again at Once When I Was Cool, a podcast about the things that were good when we were younger and the things that we enjoyed the most. My name's Dave and unfortunately I've got some bad news this week and that bad news is that Wee is here with us live in the studio. How are you, Wee? Yeah, good thanks, man. I didn't realise it was going to be bad news. thought something else was going to be going. No, no, nothing like that. Just sit here being able to look at you again, drinking your beauty. I realise it's not all it's cracked up to be. You're only human, mate. You're only human. Mm, there you go. So, yeah, we're still up here in uh, Bris Vegas. Uh, you're still here. We've done doing some batch recordings. Um, yeah, you don't give away too many secrets, though. Oh, I'm sure the listener, hey, Shaniqua. Yeah. Not silly. No, no, that's right. And, uh, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night and we're starting to get a little bit delirious now, aren't we? Yes. Yes, yes, anyway, we, uh, we with heavy eyes, he's not coming through as well with the stories as what we'd have hoped, but anyway, let's see how we go. We'll give it a crack. So where you had sons growing up? Yeah, I had two. Still do. Well, I guess you were growing up, but they, they were growing up with you. Yep, yep. Did you ever buy them things like uh, swords or army men or any of those types of things? Absolutely. So I guess what I'm getting at, Wee, is once when I was cool, we used to have things, like what we would call violent toys, things like guns, swords, bows and arrows, army men. Did you have them? Yes, absolutely. I think we should still be able to have them today. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, there's a lot of people who go, oh, no, no, it's going to cause violence and increase violence. Look, mm. if you're going to pick a gun up and shoot something, you're going to do it. If you're going to pick a sword up and lop someone's head off, you're going to do it. Mm, you're getting controversial straight out of the box. Straight into straight it. Straight out of the straight box. Straight into you could, it. You could have a news show on uh, Sky News with that attitude. I know. I know. Maybe I should. Getting into it. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, let's, when I was let's growing not up, get these all political. Toys, you know, these these toys, we always, there were three of us boys. We always had um, probably toys, and if we didn't have toys, we'd had Sticks or rocks that we should, we'd use as weapons. Anything we'd get a handle on was a weapon, basically. That you could beat each other with. Yeah. So with your let's go. So let's go one after the other. Did you have any sort of toy guns? Yes. My dad, being a policeman, always had toy guns. There was always some sort of toy gun, and from that we also had ones that you could you could pull and you could feel like a little ratchet sort of thing would would make. Well, I wouldn't call it a motor, but it was a little noisemaker inside that either it made was it. Cap sound. guns and stuff like that with the caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these were the ones that, as you pulled it down, it made oh, it sound like, like a shooting the, noise, like, like a like futuristic a little, one. Yeah, like a little turbine sort of thing yeah. inside. And when you pulled the trigger, and the lights would go on and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, had those as well. But um, yeah, and like you said, we had cap guns as well. But you also had um, so the cap guns either came where you would get the little plastic wheel that were filled with little pieces of individual um, yep. gunpowder and you, you pull the trigger and they go pop, 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 or pop guns, I think the Americans may have called them. Mm. But you also had the long roll, oh, the strip, yeah. the roll, and they had individual ones and the mechanism would actually fire and then as it re- as it fired onto that cap, it would hit the cap, it would make a noise and then it would pull through and then it would hit the cap again with the next one. Yeah, the, the good thing about those too is... <laughs> You could actually turn them into little bombs, or you could just put them next to someone, and then hit them with a hammer, and make the cap cap noise. Yeah, but did you? I imagine being three boys, you probably all had one each. Yep, and um, it was a matter of who'd go through and use their caps the quickest. Um, mm, yeah, and then it'd be who you could nick the caps from. Um, 
to make sure that yours or you could uh, trick them into giving you some caps. And do you remember that the um, the little boxes at the rolls, so little little red bits of paper with little uh, black dots that had the little gunpowder pieces on them? And you used to get little boxes and in the boxes it'd come in like what, six or eight different rolls of them? Yep. And that and like I said, they were great. If you 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 know you could always um, hit them with a rock, hit them with something hard, and they'd it'd be enough to make them um, you know pop. Essentially, that's what they were doing with the cap guns. The the cock had come back, and then it the hammer had then you'd cock it back, and then the hammer had hit it, and it's just like just slapping it together was, was enough it to almost sort of like an actual gun. Well, yeah, yeah, and I think that was part of the issues. Uh, these days everyone's going, oh, you can't have that. It's too realistic. Well, look, realistic or not, it's about as real as you make it. And if you can have, you know, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds running around with real guns, which I know is an issue in some parts of the world, but, um, you know, some of that pretend sort of thing, even the pretend games these days, even like holding your fingers and going pew, 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 it seems to be offensive in some places. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. We, we try and be too politically correct and, and I think, you know, we're – we're actually taking the ability for for kids to enjoy just everyday stuff the same way the way that we did. So with the um, the cap guns, part of the game was as well was usually cops and robbers or cowboys and Indians, which are the games that people don't tend to play these days. But with that, you'd have the cops and the robbers, and you'd have a shootout. And then you would always argue. Cops would always win. Well, yes and no, but you always argued over whether somebody got shot. Oh, I shot you. No, you didn't. You missed. No, I didn't. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I'd, I'd never get shot. I'd, oh, yeah, and it, I'd have to say my little brother always used to whinge and go, oh, I shot you, and I'm going, where am I bleeding from? Where's the blood? I yeah. can't see it. And he'd just keep going and keep going, and then he'd just cry and then the game would be over because then I'd get into trouble because he was crying. Because he was leaking tears where you got him, where you actually where shot him. Where I shot him, shot him in the tear duct. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so moving on from then then, having the different guns and the guns, you can still get little guns today, although they're not as, you know, you can't go in. Oh, Kmart they have to have the red bloody uh, tip on them so it does, it's it's a, you can tell that it's a fake one, not a real one, you know, all those sorts of things. Yeah, well, uh, you know, unfortunately in some countries things are going awry in that sort of situation. But, you know, moving on from guns, did you ever get like the little police kits where you get a hat and a badge and a little nightstick type thing with the gun as well? Used to buy them for my kids. I can't really remember getting any of those for me. It's just like a little costume, dress-up costume or something. Oh, probably. I have no doubt. And a little set of handcuffs you used to get as well. Well, well, yeah. And do you notice these days with the handcuffs, because the handcuffs back in the day when you used to get them, were like real handcuffs. You had a key on them. When I say real cl- handcuffs, yeah. they actually worked with a mechanism and then they put the little button on so people would be able to get out because brothers were and sisters were getting these in even like show bags and things like that and um, tying their, their siblings up. <laughs> but, I mean, they're always fairly fairly cheap, chatty plastic type things. I guess probably much for a little bit much for a kid to be able to do it. Oh, look, you know, let me just say that um, I, I, I've uh, handcuffed up uh, uh, my younger G-rated, brother. G-rated, G-rated, oh, okay. <laughs> My younger brother every now and then. Um, but, yeah, look, the other thing is, uh, you know, we're talking about these types of, 
say, weapons and that, but it's just a simple stick to have a sword fight. You know, you, you know, you go up the bush and you, you, you'd pick up a stick and you'd start sword fighting or using it as a gun. Yep. You don't see that anymore. No, no, I guess you're right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really, I yes, don't really I am. sort of look, I am right. look around for them anymore. But, um, yeah, definitely. But you could always buy little pirate sets and things like that that always had an eye patch and a, um, and a sword that you could use. And something to stop the scurvy. Yes, it it had come with an artificial lemon. Yeah, but but the whole the whole um, the whole thing was you know what you used to do, and it was and we've done this using your imagination. You know, a stick could be a gun, it could be a sword, it could be a cricket bat, it could be, you know, it could be anything. Um, and then they, you know, you just don't see kids doing anything. I, I see kids in park when I take the dog for a walk and things like that. You don't tend to. <laughs> You don't tend to um, see kids playing those games anymore. No, no, that's right. There's, um, well, I don't know. I don't go to parks very often, so um, yeah. But um, you can't but, even buy them in shops that much these days. Can you still buy army men? I think there was an issue with army men not long ago. Of course, and I think it was because they were, I suppose, depicting shooting other people or shooting at other people, but. You know, I, I remember just, we used to have a game there where you'd line up all your army men because you usually had about a hundred of them. They'd come mm. in come in packs of about a hundred or so, and so you'd have them all doing different things. Some of them crawling, some of them standing up shooting, some of them throwing hand grenades and things like that. And I remember that we used to line them all up, and you'd have like a have them protecting things, and then you'd roll a marble down, see how many you could knock over. Yeah, with each and time. that was your bomb. That's that was your that yeah. That was your offensive tactic. Yeah. And, you know, that was there was no um, then whinging to go, oh, no, you didn't get me. Well, clearly I've knocked you over with this marble, which is my gunshot. Doesn't matter that it's come around the corner. It's still got you. You yeah. have to be dead. Yeah, yeah. And then someone always end up crying because you thought they cheated or did whatever they do or they'd push them all in together to try or they'd spread them out as far as they could so you had to have more goes. Yeah, and, you know, someone had... Uh, um, you know, make a mistake and, you know, mix them up and things like that. So, mm. yeah. And you always used to get, you know, back to the little packs that you get as well. I seem to remember you having like a little, you'd get a little gun and you get a knife and a hand grenade would be your army man set. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, uh, you can't really get them. You can get a, a fairy, a Tinkerbell, or, um, maybe Bob the Builder. That's about it. Mm, yeah, that's that's what I've seen. It's it's a bit harsh. I think we've swung too far to the other way to allow kids to use their imagination and want to grow up. That. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, you know, you know, back in the day, kids wanted to grow up to be a cowboy or a policeman, and and they do carry weapons. And and we're just essentially saying no, we're not going to mm. allow that anymore. Mm. So then what about the homemade ones, the toys you used to make yourself? Toy slash weapons. Yeah. Some of them were crackers. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, one of my um, all-time favourites, and I've spoken about this, was my peg gun that, you know, could put a dent in some corrugated iron. It was great. I loved it. Um, I'd, I'd love to just even show my kids now in their 20s 
how, show them how to make it. And One of them's a plumber. I'm sure he could make his own sorts of water oh, devices if he really needed to. He probably does. But can I tell you, we get it from probably the, the Sicilian Ninja because after he passed and we were emptying stuff out, uh, we were finding all sorts of weapon weaponry everywhere. I think, as I said previously, I think he thought the zombie apocalypse was coming. And I've got some fun... And um, we actually an, another weapon that we have, and here in Australia, I don't know if you you know if you're listening from overseas, we used to have the boomerangs, and um, we used to. Um, my dad had a couple of boomerangs, and one of them just looked like like, like genuine boomerangs. Like or genuine, ones like, no, this one just it looked like this. It just looked like a stick with just a little bend in it, but it was a, a, a true true uh, a boomerang, but. Um, I used to uh, used to get them and um, <laughs> convince my younger brother to run, and then I'd throw them, and hoping to hit him. I've hit him a couple of times, but there's a couple that they'd really. And if you th- you really have to throw a boomerang, and you know if you if you just half throw it, it just goes straight in the line and it sort of falls like a stick. Yeah. You have to get that the the throw hard. And it has to have the power behind it to get that lift because of the way they're designed. Yeah, yeah. And and I've had him running, and he's probably about twenty meters, and I've unloaded, and this one just sort of just flipped up just over the top of his head. I think it's just about nicked his hair. I'm sure I w- would have taken the top of his head just about clean off. I um I've had I remember having various. M- boomerangs as a child as for some reason you did and I, I admire anyone that can throw a boomerang to make any sort of effective flight out of it because I must have been doing the half throw because anytime I've ever thrown one it just t- tumbles away like a stick yeah you, ha- you have to really throw them and you have to put it re- you have to just do it and like there's no tomorrow you just have to just put all your might into it yeah and it'll actually then come back to you and it'll do a full circle we used to do them throw them overarm can you you have to throw them sort of that side it's sort of more of of a it's sort of more on the side angle you you know sort of about anywhere between 15 degrees and down if you go if you throw it at 90 degrees like straight over your shoulder shoulder, yeah it tends to just be like a stick and just go straight yeah i don't know why that is but okay if you put a little bit um you know about 15 degrees on it yeah and throw it oh fantastic and some of them are really good you know no, i never i think i've always had just the cheap touristy ones i've seen some of the more expensive handmade ones that um look the business and i've seen people be able to throw them but i've never been able to do it i tell you what you wouldn't want to be hit in the back of the head with it i can see why they've uh knocked uh used to use them for hunting well, yeah, that's what they were for, was was for hunting to stun or kill the animal. Yeah, oh, look, you know, a couple of the times you think uh, that's pretty close. If that was uh, going to collect him, it would uh, probably cause some damage. But if you were down the paddock, you'd probably just put a bit of dirt over him or say that a bunyip jumped out and um, <laughs> smacked him, him on the back of the head or something like that. So yeah, there'd yeah. always be an excuse. Yeah, and you were talking about peg guns as well. Ah, oh, peg guns. They are absolutely I, awesome. I remember they used to be maniacs. So peg, bun, peg gun, and I know we've spoken about it before, is basically the, the metal insert with a long rubber band and you'd put a nail in the end of a board or a, or a, like a, a 12-inch ruler for 30-centimetre ruler and you'd stretch it out and let it go and the weight at the end would take it and take it in a direction. And they were fairly lethal sorts of things. 
But I remember that. That was a very simplified version. But I remember there used to be people that made handles and triggers and all sorts of things for their peg guns and for, you know, a simple simple sort of toy for shooting for that sort of thing. People took them fairly seriously. The, you used to be able to oh, – I'm talking about um, when I was probably – uh, 16, you used to be able to get um, the, the, these how-to books and it would actually show you how to do – and they used to be just more rubber band guns and then you just convert them into a peg gun. And the difference was that it had that metal piece on it that could probably, um, you know, knock an eye out easily. Oh, it certainly put a hole in your skin. Well, yeah, and it depends <laughs> – yeah. no, it would They always – like everything with when you're a school kid, things were cyclical – and they'd always sort of come around at certain times of the year, like cricket season, football season, then yo-yos would come in and then it'd be marbles. And peg guns came in at some point until they got banned. Usually, you know, lasted about two weeks before they got completely banned. But it was always around winter, um, you know, and being kids in Australia, you always wore shorts. And, uh, you know, it always been winter and people would be firing them at your legs. Uh, the, the legs w- would be the weapon, you know, the, the target of choice. If you were in the cold and someone um, had their shorts on, which inevitably 90% of the boys did, um, you know, they used to, you know, do those horse bites. Uh, they used to call them the horse bites where they used to cup your hand and you'd slap on your um, your thigh and it'd leave a big mark like a horse bite. But I tell you, the sting, it had turned from sting to numb. It's a numbing sting. But a sting nonetheless. But if you got hit with but anything. But sometimes if you know you did it properly because it hurt your hand as well. Oh, if you're the hitee or the hitter, if you're the hitter and you hurt your hand, you know the other person's in a whole world of trouble. And you'd say to them, oh, that must have hurt you because it hurt me. Yeah, and they, normally and they, go, wouldn't, thank you. Yes. they wouldn't thank you for that recognition of no. it. No, no, not at all. But you know, um, Basically a slap. Yeah, well. But, um, yeah. You you could uh, you could do a lot of damage with peg guns, um, so uh, essentially, yeah, you, you ab- absolutely uh, weapon of choice. I haven't seen one since I was a teenager, probably about fifteen, no. um, sixteen. I wouldn't even. Try I haven't it. seen one since I was about ten or twelve. I think we made them in primary school. I never saw anyone make them in high school. No, I think well, I made mine some good ones in high school, but my. Um, uh, you know, you don't see any of them. Well, one, you don't see kids out running around playing like they do outside, um, pew-pewing and things like that, let alone um, building something that could probably take an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> and probably rightly so for that, but, you know. And probably the other one before you might give you the opportunity to get political again, um, the, probably the other one is slingshots. I remember we went through a stage, and I know we've spoken about slingshots before, but slingshots are awesome. A well-made slingshot's an amazing thing. I love a good slingshot. I've still got one in my truck. Still got one. Well, you used to be able to buy them down here, and we went through a stage when we were probably in our, what, mid-30s where we all had slingshots and we all used to uh, go camping and try yeah, and shoot them and five years ago, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I've probably still got one floating around somewhere. But do you remember the ones that were, there was just the basic ones which were metal uh, and they'd have the rubber the rubber straps and you could pull them back and they had a little leather pouch that held the um, held the ball bearing or the marble or whatever it was you're going to shoot. 
But then there were also the ones that finally did get banned, and I don't know why they got banned, but the other ones didn't. But they had like the stabiliser that you would go halfway up your forearm and as you pulled back it would allow you to get more power into it because it wouldn't bend your wrist. I think it was around the accuracy and the power. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I never had one of them. They got banned pretty quick. The other thing you used to be able to use is old bike tube tyres. The tubes out of the top, uh, yeah, yeah, and, push bikes. and then go and find a uh, the fork of a you know the fork of a branch yeah. of a tree that was strong enough, and then you'd you'd put a bit of lacquer or something like that on it and um, hold it all together, and then make yourself a slingshot from that. Yeah, and I mean, look, I'd, I'd again, it, you could probably find uh, on YouTube or something how to make them, but um, you go on a watch list, probably probably go on a terrorist list. <laughs> homemade weapons but yeah i mean did you ever used to make the match matchstick bombs as well where you'd get um no a box of redhead matches so you'd put them in there they have to be redheads in particular redheads a brand of matcher here in australia well it, they did oh okay and what you used to be able to do is you'd also get the sparklers, you could break the sparklers off into it and then you tie it up and you'd sort of leave it so when you threw it it would be enough, you'd use the uh, on the inside of it, you'd have it sticking out a bit, uh, one of the matchsticks, so it'd strike on it and set all the others off and it'd be like this little explosion. So it'd be like a, like a, like a flash sort of more than anything else? Well, a flash and a bit of a bang because it would, you know, it was, you wrapped you'd it up wrapped tight. it up. Did you use, yeah, using um, bit of tape. sorts of tape, yeah. Well, let's not get too in, too involved in it, otherwise we'll go on a list as well. Mm, probably. I'm probably on, on one. And on that, did you ever, um, and I, I know we've spoken about this before and I apologise for repeating ourselves, but do you remember around Cracker Night, so uh, every year in Australia, for, was it Queen's birthday long weekend? You could always buy fireworks? Oh, I can't remember. You I could buy remember. fireworks domestically one weekend in the year and there was what we had was called Cracker Night because, you know, fireworks were what we call crackers. Um, but there are always a whole different range of things that you could buy and um, – we always, you know, any any sort of what would now be called an improvised um, explosive device was basically called a bunger back then and you would modify a firework of some sort so that it would be more of an explosive than it was a, a visual effect. Yeah, and, and that just comes down to the cunning of the the children um, and, and your mates because, you know, there would always be someone who goes, oh, have you ever tried this? I saw... Yeah. I, I yep. saw this and I saw that and have you ever tried? The other thing is, is um, you know, putting some dry ice into a plastic bottle. Yeah, that was always your favourite. I love it. And weighting it down and putting it underwater so it would be like a depth charge. Yep. Unbelievable. I love it. Love it. There's something about it. I think it's the… Uh, Do it with gloves on though so you don't burn, your, don't burn yeah. the top seven layers of your fingers <laughs> off. Yeah, oh, look, I, I like it because I suppose at the end of the day… It was really never, um, I suppose people put me on the contrary, but I didn't think it was very dangerous. Like it's not going to blow up in your, even if it blew up in your hand, it wouldn't take your thumb off. Oh, well, that's, I, I don't you know, think. All the better then. I don't think. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. So anyway, we've gotten quite a ways from uh, toys there, I guess. Well, they're sort of toys, but they're... Advanced toys, let's call them advanced toys. Well, making your own fun, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's what that's what having an imagination and being a kid was all about. 
Yeah, so what about you out there? And if you're still listening at the moment, if any of you uh, miss any of the sort of toys we had that would be considered a little bit more violent, war, war sort of toys or guns, swords, any of those types of things, let us know, once was cool podcast at gmail.com. I, I'm still um, I'm still a bit shocked that, you know, you can't just buy um, a gun if you want and, and really... A toy gun. Uh, well, yeah, sorry, toy gun. And and if you do, it's like buying a real one. You have to, you know, um, just about pass to, to own a toy toy gun. You probably have to uh, be able to provide fifteen points of uh, identification as a three year old just to get one. You can't get them, can you? No, I, uh, I don't know the last time I, I saw I think like a, can, a toy I think gun, you can. Or a cap gun, or I think you can, but I, I, they're not like they used to be. If you go into any department store where they've got a toy section. You sort of, it's only like, it's nothing like it used to be, the toy sections. No, and the, and no. there's, instead of having like four aisles for boys, four aisles for girls, you know, you're, you're lucky to have four aisles in total. And they usually go from, you know, newborn to toddler to little kid to older kid. They don't necessarily differentiate between boys and girls and those types of things. No. There's still always Lego there, but not nearly as much Lego as you would have hoped. No, no yeah, yeah. No, never. But any Lego is good Lego. That's exactly right. Mm. All right. On that note, Wee, anything you want to add? I see you've taken your glasses off and you're starting to rub your eyes. It's starting to get a bit late here for us. So I think we're going to call it in, pull oh. a pin on this one, and you're getting all philosophical and preachy. <laughs> None of and, the and above. I've got, I've got a button here that I can mute you if you don't if you don't settle down. If I start snoring. No, that still come through <laughs> my microphone. <laughs> All right, on that note, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, like I said, if you've got any feedback, anything you'd like to share, once was cool podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Uh, if you're returning, thanks for your uh, continued listenership. We do appreciate it. And if you're new to it, thanks for giving us a chance. Wee, anything else you'd like to add? No, bring back the bring back the rough toys. Bring back the rough toys. On that note, we'll uh, let it go. Thank you very much again for joining us and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.